You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I'm your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here, still breathing. The wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed band. You guys can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. You can still pick that up. I think you guys really like that book. It tells you a lot about who I am. I can't believe it's been 10 years since it's been published. Also, if you love this show, support this show at Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. That's Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. Still the best place if you want to make a small contribution to the broadcast. 5, 10, 12, whatever you guys want per month. And it's easy to sign up and it's easy to maintain. Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. And if you love this show and you want to download it in a podcast format, you can now do so at bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. That's bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show available in podcast. Uh, And that is all courtesy of Magical producer Trevor so check that out today all right good morning and welcome to the Dilly show uh I know I've got a lot of new people watching this today most of which probably don't like me and it's okay I don't care um but welcome anyway nonetheless and there's some people that I actually can't believe they continue to show their faces around here you're welcome as well uh I think it's been an interesting time certainly as team DeSantard goes full tilt with fake MAGA in an attempt to take down me and the Dilly Meme team. Um, I'm not surprised. I think this is what's supposed to happen when you're uh, you're ascending and other people are, are watching that happen. There's a mixed uh, bag. There's a mixed emotions. We watched how this happened in 2016. This isn't my first rodeo. This isn't even my first meme war. In 2016, the then cruise crew that got absolutely demolished on social media and in real life by MAGA were just as bitter and just as angry. And you know what they did? The exact same thing. What happened when his, uh, once Cruz was done and cooked and it became obvious he wasn't going to be the nominee, the Cruz crew is tempted to uh, subvert and hijack the MAGA movement with a bunch of elitist cunts. It didn't work. It didn't work then. It will not work now. And this is what's going on right now. DeSantis's online troll brigade and a bunch of other irrelevant cucks are attempting to hijack the MAGA movement with virtue signaling about what will work in a general election. Um, The irony of fucking losers who we just decimated with no ad spend, mind you, zero fucking dollars spent on advertising to take a $100 million campaign from 43 points in the polls in January of 2023 down to fucking eight. And you want to talk to us and Team Trump about what will work in a general election. You and all of your virtue signaling can fuck right off back to Loserville. You guys don't know shit about winning. And it's very obvious. Now, that addresses two of the uh, three elephants in the room. The third elephant are disloyal, fake-ass people that uh, they're going to do what they're going to do. And this is, you see them all over the place. Um, You're going to do what you do. And uh, I don't really have much to say about that. My favorite thing about people showing their ass is I get to sit back and let everybody else observe it. So not really a lot to comment on there. I, I think in my mind, uh, in my mind anyway, uh, I trust all of you to make informed decisions as an adult. 
And if you're observing something and you're watching it and you feel that it's righteous and totally fine, well, then that's great. Uh, if you miss it, your discernment still sucks massive fucking ass and you are missing what's actually occurring. God bless you. That's cool. You can still hang out and watch the show. I'm not fucking with you anymore. Um, but that's kind of where I feel about it. Like, I don't really have a lot left to say on it. Uh, I think that you guys are able to observe and deduce your own conclusions. Y'all see how I handle shit. Uh, I try to take the high road with people, especially when I'm dealing with weaker, stupider motherfuckers. And this happens a lot. There's a lot of weak, dumb people that I try to take care of and I try to look out for uh, that don't really know what they're doing. And uh, they're not smart enough and they're not wise enough to understand they're stepping on their own dick and you're tugging on Superman's cape. And sometimes I'm like, all right, and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't like crushing small people. Um, I get a kick out of fucking taking on like legitimate, real, uh, I, I think, you know, enemies, people that actually got some firepower behind them. But crushing people that have already failed in life isn't really in my, my MO. That's not fun. And so I choose not to do that. It's just not something I'm going to do. So I'd rather let you guys observe and make your own deductions about what you're watching and who is doing what and who is saying what. And then, uh, and then you can decide if you, this is the show that still works for you. And I'm somebody that still you, you like, you go, okay, I want to watch him still, or I'm going to take uh, what he's saying seriously or listen to him. And if it doesn't fit anymore, God bless you. It's cool. It's the holiday season, man. I don't feel like ruining lives. I think I've watched enough people ruin their own lives yesterday that I don't need to really jump in on that shit. And that's the God honest truth. It, it sucks. It sucks. Cause I'm watching and I'm like, and warnings were, were made, by the way. I, I, warnings were absolutely made. I'm like, this is what's going to happen if you go down this path. And I don't think you want to go down that path. And warnings were made to many people involved, including the fans. And I warned you guys. I'm like, eventually, it's going to be a binary decision. And I know that's not fair. That's it's really unfair, right? You're like, go, Brendan, why would you ask me to choose between A and B? Or why would you choose me? Why, why do I have to? And it's, it's not that you don't have to make that choice but we're not fucking friends anymore. So you can still be a fan of the show. I'm gonna let you watch. I'm not gonna block you from watching the show because you fucking have absolutely dog shit discernment. Well, I don't fuck with you on a personal level no more. So don't ever fucking ask me for shit ever again. That goes for every one of these simp motherfuckers that have been uh, essentially uh, dick riding for years. And then now they're like, oh, you know, I'm not really sure about you. It's like, bitch, you know exactly who I am. You've always known exactly who I am. And uh, it's not my fault you got fucking manipulated. So there's a lot of those people. And I just, all I have to say to them is God bless you. Because you got it off. You got fucking things a lot worse off than I do. And you probably will continue to. Because you haven't learned shit. So sad times uh, a little bit for some of these people. But it's great times for the rest of us. Why? Because we have an actual legitimate community. Whether you agree with what I say or how I say it uh, is totally irrelevant. And I understand why I would grade on people's nerves uh, fucking listen to me listen to the sound of my voice look at this mug um i'm not the easiest person to probably consume information from whether it's the way i yell and curse or whether it's staring into this camera um it's not going to be an easy uh, exchange and i get that but for those of you that did show up and do show up every single day uh, i try to put on something that is uh at least in some way valuable, whether it's just comedically or intelligently, like you're learning something or whatever, or maybe it's just bringing out the worst in other motherfuckers so you can figure out what their character is. Um, we're having a great holiday season. The community is uh, locked and loaded. We're, we're holding it down. President Trump surging in all polls. Uh, we uh, are watching the campaign continue 
to flawlessly navigate the bullshit by simply not engaging it. They don't have to. Uh, President Trump's had an extremely disciplined operation. The campaign has been extremely disciplined, and there's absolutely no reason to, to change that now and play the games that they're trying to dictate to you. You don't win playing by rules dictated by fucking losers. And that's what the DeSimps are attempting to do right now. They're going out and attempting to smear me and tag enough Trump accounts that they can get me uh, fucking disavowed. And I have really bad news for you. Um, President Trump loves me. He loves the meme team. And, uh, and I don't think he gives a shit about any of this jealous interpersonal garbage. Uh, so disavow or not, I'm not going to stop loving and supporting President Trump. We're here for the long haul regardless. Uh, I'm not paid, so I can't, I can't get fired, okay? So nobody's going to get fired because nobody gets paid. Uh, and a disavowal would do nothing other than make us just essentially probably act even more fucking out of pocket because we wouldn't be worried about any, any kind of, uh, you know, hurting anybody. But the truth is, you can't really do shit unless you're going to convince every single individual that loves this show and the thousands of people that send me uh, gifts and Christmas. I have a fucking stack. I have Christmas gifts galore that I we're going to share with you today on the show that I'm buried. I'm buried in Christmas gifts. My office looked like a fucking UPS store before I uh, woke up this morning and Randy and I started going through presents. So unless you're going to somehow convince a bunch of people who I've helped make more money, lose weight, fix their marriage, relocate out of state, change their mindset, overcome uh, fucking addictions, uh, deal with the loss of loved ones, and fucking manage and, and, and uh, navigate the madness that was the Biden administration. Unless you're going to go and somehow convince all of those fucking people that I'm something that I'm not, you're kind of pissing up a rope. And, uh, and the only person whose character right now that's under fire and under the microscope isn't me. I've been the same. You could read my book and you would already know what kind of human being I was. You could have looked at uh, any number of shows over the last five and a half years, and you'd already known exactly what you're dealing with. So none of that's going to work either. But uh, they're going to keep trying. They're going to keep tagging. And the thing that's sad, too, is there's people that really, 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 really need President Trump's team to like them and to believe in them. And I don't think that they fully comprehend that every single member of the uh, MAGA community, let's put it that way, every single person of any relevance and significance in the MAGA community follows me on Twitter, which means they're seeing everything that goes up on my page. So you can take that for what it is, but if you're shit talking and you're fucking running your yap and you're engaging this nonsensical drama that doesn't help President Trump get back in office and it doesn't help the campaign and it doesn't move America forward, Everybody who you've ever fucking liked, admired, or wanted to get the approval of is watching your stupid fucking ass. Every one of them. I'm not exaggerating. Every fucking member of MAGA that's prominent and actually matters follows my Twitter account. And no one unfollowed me last night. Not one. As a matter of fact, I woke up to a bunch of text messages asking for yours truly uh, for some assistance with some bullshit. Because guess what people learned yesterday? that I like to fucking fight, and it's not a big deal for the Dilly Meme team to get in a brawl. We didn't even pull out fucking a third of what we got. It was just like, ah, fuck it, here we go. We'll deal with a little bit of this nonsense. So they're still pushing heavily to try and get us canceled. They're still slandering the shit out of us. They spent three hours fucking bloviating about a cry fest about who I am and how I am and what I do. And honestly, it doesn't mean a goddamn thing to me. None of these fucking people matter. And I don't mean just matter in 
politics. I mean matter, period, in life. Zero fucking moving the, the, uh, the needle. So we're going to jump back into this show. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. I'm going to keep covering this because I think I feel like the point of loyalty matters. And I think that the loss of loyalty, it's like one of the most critical aspects in society because when you don't have loyalty, you have nothing but transient and transactional relationships. And that really is cheap. It's just, it's basically, it's a fucking nation of hookers. And that's the saddest fucking part about it is like, if you don't actually understand what loyalty is, you think you have it. And loyalty isn't uh, fence riding. It's not playing the middle. Loyalty is going, you're not going to say X, Y, Z at about these fucking people because these people have been whatever, loyal to me or whatever. So that's, I think, something that's been lost on the public. And we're going to discuss it today uh, at various points in this, in this broadcast because I want to explain exactly what my expectation is of loyalty. And uh, in that way, well, maybe that means something to you guys. Maybe it matches yours. But it'll always let you know where you stand with me and why I don't fuck with some of you anymore and why some of you will forever always be in my heart. So I think it's important people understand the difference because I think that's a, that's a tough ass fucking thing. You know what? I want to say a shout out to somebody too. Uh, Matt Couch, I see you on the fucking Twitter feed right now. And dude, first of all, God bless you, brother. I'm sorry you went through so much shit this year. That fucking sucks. Uh, Matt, in case you guys didn't know, had a health issue this year. He's down to one fucking leg, but you still got one, okay? And they're going to give you some, like, I saw your new bionic fucking leg. That thing is awesome. Um, but Matt Couch stuck his neck out for me yesterday and the Dilly Meme team, and they tried to cancel him. And I appreciate you fucking going to bat for us, bro, because uh, you didn't have to do that. Uh, but you jumped in there, and I appreciate that. And there was a bunch of these motherfuckers trying. And, and really, it's funny because... They're not canceling me for my good politics. I have amazing fucking, I have amazing beliefs on politics. They weren't canceling us for the memes. They were canceling it because I stood by my statements that I believe that Casey DeSantis is a very shitty mom. And that was ultimately what it boiled down to. I woke up this morning. They're calling me, me and the uh, meme team. They were referring to us as Hamas and online terrorists. So that's what the official... Uh, that's the official narrative and, and people that you guys, some of you follow are still elevating that message and not pushing back on it. And that's all you need to know about their character. So I've been now compared. And so is my meme team, including MAGA devil dog, who was a Marine. We've, they've been compared to actual terrorists that murdered Jewish people. This is the, this is where they felt that there was a, a comparison and people that you all uh, liked and trusted sat on their fucking hands like cowards and didn't say a goddamn thing because that's what they do. And that's why they're no longer here. So, all right, let's get into this show. But first, let's take care of a little bit of MAGA Commerce. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba, 
import cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. Yeah, you're damn right, God bless Patriot Cigars. That's right, Alan Jacoby, he also stuck his neck out for us yesterday. Letting everybody know that not only was my he was my friend and stood by the Dilly Meme team, team, but he also let everybody know that he is a sponsor of this show proudly, and why not? Uh, me, uh, the entire Dilly Meme team loves Alan. He's, a, he's an absolute riot and a great American. But MyPatriotCigars.com also have the best American Patriot cigars you're going to get your hands on. Absolutely fantastic smokes. It's a great way to celebrate a victory and uh, relax after a long patriotic day. If you've got somebody in your family or a loved one who enjoys an occasional cigar, or maybe an everyday cigar, I have no idea. Uh, MyPatriotCigars.com is the best place to load up on cigars for this holiday year. And guess what else? Promo code Dilly is going to get you 25% off. That's a massive discount from MyPatriotCigars.com. Our other sponsor of the day, AngelPace.com. Thank God for AngelPace. I'm not even joking. Yesterday, I was rubbing my, uh, I was rubbing the back of my head, right? I was like, ah, this is rubbing the back of my head. I was like, ah, it's a crazy time. And then I realized I no longer have any dandruff. I no longer have any uh, eczema flakes going on. I had a lot of skin issues I dealt with for years and years, and I could not resolve them and angelpaste.com has helped my life tremendously this is a actual real world testimony i'm telling you this product really did save my skin angelpaste.com promo code dilly is gonna get you a dollar off but i'm telling you right now angelpaste.com amazing product extremely unique uh it's made out in uh, spring texas by the incredible barbara doty and it's formulated using a proprietary water blend of food-grade plant oils. Um, the stuff is not sticky. It doesn't stay, like, uh, like on your, your face, like, where it's, like, you got, like, the weird residue shit. It absorbs really quickly, which is what I like. And it makes the perfect, unique, thoughtful Christmas gift. And you can experience Angel Paste, Paste for yourself today. Go to angelpaste.com. Check them out. Promo code Dilly for a dollar off. And lastly...
Yeah, I'm not going to bullshit you guys. Uh, if you want to tell the New York Times to go fuck themselves along with the BBC and along with a bunch of never Trump uh, dissimp douchebags, one really great, great way to do it is these uh, American-made, American-printed, American-shipped products. That's right. From dirt to shirt, our apparel is all American, including the fucking cotton. The cotton is grown in America. The, it's manufactured into shirts and hoodies in America. And then it's printed in America. And then it's distributed by my good friends at BeardVet through their uh, company, Beard Threads. So... You really can't get more American than this as far as apparel goes, and you also can't get a bigger middle finger to the deep state, the left, and the never-Trump groups all at once, short of buying a Trump shirt. This is the next best thing. Dilly Meme Team shirts and hoodies available right now. Randy Savage pullover hoodies, or uh, rather pullover uh, sweaters available now. General Dilly, Dilly 300 shirts available now. You guys got to check these things out. I promise you'll enjoy them. Check them out today. All right. There you go. There you go. All right, so what did you guys learn yesterday? What do we, uh, before we dig into this, I mean, we might as well just continue down this path in this this sort of, uh, uh, I guess, discussion. What did you learn yesterday? Did, did I stop being a warrior and a defender of President Trump? Did the Dilly Meme team stop making the best, most fun, entertaining, savage, aggressive memes for free, voluntarily, for the best president we've ever had. Did that happen? That didn't happen either, did it? Did anybody of any significance anywhere on social media and or otherwise disavow any of us? That didn't happen either, did it? That didn't happen either, did it? Did you see me acting in a classless way, punching down at fucking losers? You didn't see that, did you? You didn't see that. Look, I've been in the public eye a very long time. And as a matter of fact, aside from the public, I've been on Twitter a really long time. I'm such a fucking nerd. I would consider myself an actual Twitter savant expert, meaning I know exactly where I'm at in any given conversation and always exactly where I'm at and what's being shown to the public. These stupid motherfuckers barked up the wrong tree. I tried to warn them, tried to say, you don't want the smoke. I've been doing this forever. I've had almost a million followers deleted over the years with various different accounts. I've taken on some of the biggest fucking Twitter accounts that ever were on that platform and fucking lived to talk about it and won. And so to have people nipping at our heels and doing the shit that they did yesterday was really disappointing to say the least. And the weirdest part about the whole goddamn thing, it was unprovoked. That's the strangest part about this whole thing is that I woke up yesterday ready for a fight with the liberal left and the people from the BBC who had reached out to me to do a documentary about me. I had started the day dealing with them. I knew I was going to deal with a bunch of never Trump dissimps because they had done it all weekend long and they're all fucking just jerking off about my comments. Oh my God, he's attacking children. I don't even know where that came from. And that's one of the most weird parts about this whole thing is like, it's fine. Just find me the clip where I said something derogatory about kids other than parroting the exact words of, uh, of Casey DeSantis. The only thing I've ever said is that Casey DeSantis says her children destroyed the uh, governor's mansion. Other than that, I don't know shit about her kids. Why would I talk about kids? Uh, it doesn't matter. The only thing I cared about was their well-being. I, I think I'm one of the only public figures that actually did show legitimate concern for the fact that she was 
admitting and almost bragging that the kids were sleeping in the car and that they were dragging them all across these states. Like, so my opinion legitimately from this, pers- you know, as a, a, an observer of what they're doing was, I don't think this is right what you're doing with your children. I, I think you need to either leave them with grandparents or something back at home or you yourself need to get off the campaign trail. That's my opinion. I'm allowed to have that opinion as an American and as a parent. I'm allowed to say it's probably not healthy for having three little kids all under the age of like eight uh, out on the campaign trail in cold weather states with, you know, in being ill-equipped for that kind of climate and not spending time at home during the holidays. The fuck? That's not even actually, I think that's not even really that, that controversial of a statement. I think they didn't like that I called her a fucking bitch, but I stand by that as well. That's based on me observing the way she talks talks to both the public and her husband she seems to be a bitch i don't know what to tell you you can call me a, a misogynist or what all every other name you can come up with but again i didn't just randomly say that shit i haven't never attacked like fucking ted cruz or chip roy's wife i don't know those people want to know why because they don't inject themselves into a political conversation so casey injected herself into the public eye casey attacked donald trump and you all thought, all of you never Trump fucking douchebags and your, your high uh, virtue signaling cunts, you didn't think that I was going to defend that? And that's what's so strange about the whole thing. It's all based on a, on a fabricated fake fucking statement. Um, and it is my opinion. I hold both of those very much like those are my opinions. I think they, DeSantis is a little bitch. I think his wife's a fucking bitch. And I think they're both terrible parents together. And I stand by those statements based on the evidence I have witnessed. This is not controversial. Oh, and by the way, in case it wasn't clear, I don't give a fuck about, like, I don't have an opinion of their children because they're little kids. I don't have an opinion. I don't care. Like, I don't know shit about those kids other than when she picks them up and they're flopping around and shit and she's showing them off. So there's a bunch of this fake outrage uh, created by a handful of retarded people that think that they're the, it's so weird too. I could appreciate a good enemy that's going to bring me down. Like, oh shit, this is, we've got trouble here. Are you fucking kidding me? You know how many people have tried to cancel me since the beginning of my career? Like, I could start naming off A-list celebrities that try to take me on on social media and, and get people to stop watching me. Like, I could go back. I have a decade of this shit. It's like a fucking who's who of trying to bury me. And so it's weird. It's weird that some dusty, overweight fucking nobody some old bitch that no i never even heard of this fucking woman thinks that she's the one that's gonna bring me down she tried to fucking put a phone call into the one influential friend she had and i was like yeah i appreciate that but no i'm not gonna fucking back off you know what he said he was like yeah i don't blame you do what you think is right let's get some smoke soon i'm like great click that's it like these people got nothing but this is what they're trying to do and I tell, I'll tell you, it wasn't an accident. A lot of this is coordinated. The New York Times signaled basically to anybody who opposes Donald Trump, if you want to stop Trump, you have to stop the Dilly Meme team. I'm not sure if that was clear enough to a lot of you. Um, if you want to stop Donald Trump, you must stop his meme team. And that was the New York Times message. And that's why Ken Benzinger put out the second video uh, following up the article. The article went out, then the, the, the video went out. And the, he was trying to drive home the point, if you want to prevent him from getting elected, you've got to stop them. 
And that's why the BBC came knocking days later. It's not an accident. This is all coordinated. These are people that are hell-bent, and they are absolutely committed to never seeing Donald John Trump back in the White House. And since we are so effective, and since they know that President Trump believes in what we're doing, obviously he likes the memes, they're going to try to come for him. So, And they're going to try to come for him by going through me. So we all kind of knew this was going to happen. The only thing that it reveals is you find out the character of everybody you've ever associated with. And that's what we'll, we'll learn. And this won't be the last time either. And I think this is a really good learning experience. It's good practice for next year because they're going to dig up everything again. They'll dig up the old videos, the old pictures, the old comments, the old statements. They'll dig up the old tweets. They'll dig up the old memes. And they're going to literally just flood social media and mainstream media with why we should be disavowed and why we're monsters. That's what they're going to tell you. That's why they're going to that's what they're going to try to tell President Trump. That's what they're going to try to tell the campaign. And that's what they're going to try to tell the voters. And none of that will work. And do you want to know why? Because hurty words and memes and all of that other shit aren't what's destroying your bank account and your country. No matter what they say, the struggles and the pain that the American public is living through is going to supersede anything I could even begin to imagine saying about Casey DeSantis, her husband, her children, or any other topic. Nothing will make American voters forget they have no money. Nothing will make American voters forget that their stomachs are empty. Nothing is going to make American voters forget that they are being invaded and shot on the fucking streets of major American cities. There is no papering over that problem. It doesn't matter how many times you attack me and you try and destroy my name. It doesn't, dude, you know how many people have destroyed my name? I mean, are you kidding me? I've been through child custody court numerous times. That's how I got custody of all of my kids. Everybody's tried this. Everybody has tried this with me my entire fucking life. It's never worked. And it's not gonna work now because I'm just some fucking guy in a t-shirt and a hat sharing opinions with people that like to hang out for a couple hours every day. It ain't going to make a difference. Your average voter isn't going to change their mind based on whether I, they think I'm ignorant or not. All they know is Joe Biden's the president. They can't afford shit. Their cars aren't worth shit. They can't buy a house anymore. Their jobs are getting fucking sent overseas and their neighborhoods are being invaded by illegal immigrants who are accepting uh, taxpayer uh, handouts and there's fucking homelessness rampant all over the country. Veterans on our streets starving to death, fucking killing themselves. And you think, you virtue signaling dickwads along with the left think that a single vote will be shifted because of a meme uh, that is in poor taste or a comment I make. Pretty much the stupidest fucking thing you could have ever thought. And it really tells me that a lot of these people do not have any comprehension of what's going on with regular everyday Americans in this country right now. That's the bottom line, because Brendan Dilly said so. All right, so now that that's out of the way, and obviously it's hella crazy. I know this sounds crazy, you guys, but despite all the attacks, I added 400 followers yesterday, and we got like 30, 40,000 plays on the show yesterday, and I know this is going to shock you, but I woke up today, I was totally fine and healthy, I sat down at my computer and I'm still broadcasting just fine today. So boogity boogity mean words on the internet. 
You can't fire me. I'm self-made. Self-made. You can just blow it out your ass. You can't do shit. You can't unswallow me either. So fucking sorry. Sorry. With that being said, let's do something a little funner right now. Now. Dilly in the wild, dilly in the wild, motherfucker now. Dilly in the wild, dilly in the wild, motherfucker now. People put stickers on their cars. Relax your rain and suck my dick and lick my balls. Let's go. Oh my god, I love a good Christmas tree. Look at that, it's beautiful. This was from Friday's show. And uh, I can see why you guys are so proud. I can see why you're so proud. That's a hell of a fireplace with the TV up there. Oh my God, little Dilly show with Leah memes on the TV and a beautiful white Christmas tree. It's gorgeous. All right. Randy's not going to like this. I got to buzz Randy. Randy ain't going to like this. Here she comes. I had to buzz her. Hi. Hi, you have two options. Yes. Option one is you can take your dog for a walk. What option two, you can put him out back. Okay. Thank you. He's running around like a madman up and down the stairs. Yeah, I know. I was playing with him. Oh, that explains it. Sorry. Yep. Nope, it's good. Outside, both of you go. <laughs> okay. Love you. Sorry. Randy's dog was thundering around the house, and I was trying to figure out what's going on. She's like, oh, yeah, I was playing with him. Red was literally, like, you guys, you would have thought there was a pack of fucking wild hyenas in my house. Just, I'm like, what the fuck is going on in my house? She's taking him out. She's taking him out back now. It's a cold day here in Georgia, but it's actually really sunny out. So he, he loves that anyway. It don't matter. It sounded like one of these were running around outside in my uh, office. Look at that. That's a hell of a dilly in the wild. We love when they send us their, their nature cam. Oh, my God. Hogman is so jealous right now. You could tell. So jealous. <laughs> they weren't done, though, either, Hog. Look at this one. Look at this one. Look, look, look. Another one. Oh, my God. It's a good one. That's a nice deer. That's a boy deer, by the way. It's a boy deer. Isn't that great? I know. I love these these candid photos. You know what? I actually, uh, there was a mom deer and a fucking baby deer on the road, uh, Right on uh, on my mate on the road I live on yesterday. That's what I'm trying to say. I was like pulling into my neighborhood and they were like crossing the road, and the baby was stupid because the mom knew oh a car and started running. The baby just like meandered and stopped in the middle of the road and I had to honk at it and then it ran like holy shit what I do? It was pretty funny. It was like oh my god, like you stupid deers, stupid deers. Aw, it's the walk around ranch couple. We love them. They're great people. They were sponsors of our show for a very long time, but they're still friends of the show, as you can tell from that beautiful Dilly Meme Team hoodie she's wearing. And uh, we love you guys and look forward to you coming back to the show, hopefully in 2024. That's just nice. Oh, snap. We got chicken. We got chicken. There's some fucking meat there, too. There's chicken. Is that burgers? Shrimp? Is it shrimp? What do we got going here? Identify your meats please is that what do we got is this fishing is this surf and turf situation 
Do we have any experts on the, the meat department here? Hogman, you love a good thick meat. Uh, what, what do we got going here? Is that what we got? What do we got? Like, is there some, some fucking surfing turf or is this chicken, uh, some beef? What do we got going here? Huh? Looks pretty damn good, doesn't it? Shrimp. Do you got shrimp going here? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> you guys always send me food pics. And I'm like guessing. Oh, this is pretty. Look at that. That's great. Got the Dilly Show sticker in your little Christmas tree. Aww. I love this time of year. It's so cute. All right. So we got to continue our Dilly in the Wild. Look, I don't know. Maybe other people do this. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't talk about it. Maybe that makes them pieces of shit. I'm not even trying to be an asshole right now, by the way. It just sort of comes naturally. So, every year, you guys um, overwhelm me and my family with Christmas gifts. Every year. It's like clockwork. Since the very first year I did this show, when I was doing it from the corner of my bedroom, and I was just talking into a cell phone, you sent Christmas gifts. And then it kept growing, and it got really crazy when President Trump was still in office because everybody had a lot more disposable income, and it was like, oh my God. And yet, even through the Biden years, I've never not received an absolutely insane amount of Christmas gifts from you guys. And it overwhelms me. And it almost, I'm like borderline embarrassed because I don't know if other shows get this. I don't know if other shows have fans anymore. And I don't mean that like people that watch, but like, I, what do you do when you have people that love your show enough to actually like purchase something for it, hand write a letter and then send stuff in the mail, right? It's insane. And it's, it's incredibly special. Now I can't show all the gifts because I was that buried. Like I was that buried with gifts. Um, the only thing I can show you guys is that uh, I've got a ton of cards here. So I'll show you a couple of the gifts that are smaller that I could kind of maneuver. Um, but obviously this isn't uh, an indictment of anybody else's gifts. I just am that buried. But I want to start with like some, some really nice cards here. Uh, so I try to keep everything together. You guys know I keep all of the fan mail through the years. So this is from Hog and Harley. I love you guys. Your gift was incredible. Randy loved it. I loved it. Thank you so much. Uh, we do love Hog and Harley. They are family to us. Uh, Hogman, obviously, is a part of the, the meme team. So thank you so much. Um, what else do I got here? I've got another card. And this was a gift card, too. And it was from uh, Wolf. And I uh, really appreciate you. The, golf, uh, the, the gift card you included. Yeah, this is from, from uh, well, yeah, we love you, bro. You're, you're a good man. Thank you so much, dude. It was a really generous gift card for the family. And uh, we'll be spoiling the kids with that. Sent a nice little gift card. I thought it was really cool. Um, got another card here. This one's from, uh, oh, this is from Mama Mac. And thank you. Thank you, Mama Mac. She also sent us a little bit of money for, for the kids, for goodies. And you didn't have to do that, hon. Uh, we love you. Randy loved her gift, by the way. Uh, but that is Lauren Eve's mom, who we all love. So thank you for that. I was super generous and, and totally unnecessary, by the way. Um, you you being in our life is already a gift. Uh, who sent me this one? Hold on. Okay, this one, I don't know if it's signed by anybody. Hold on. Oh, wait, no, it's Nicole. Yeah, it's from Nicole. All right, thank you, Nicole. Appreciate you as well, hon. Super generous, by the way. Overwhelmingly generous. Totally did not need to do that. 
Nicole went full tilt. Um, like I was, it wasn't even like a grandma, grandpa gift. It was like graduation gift for, from your parents. Like she hooked us, you know, she was that sweet. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, let's see. Got another one here. This one's from Donna and Donna sent gifts as well. Most of these had gifts that accompanied them. So thank you everybody that included them. Donna sent some really great gifts as well. I'll show you some of the gifts that we got. They were really touching. I, I think it could get you a little emotional. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold back some of them for the, a second because we'll get to them. Oh, my God. I'm so overwhelmed. Hold on. Stop. Okay. Um, next one. Anna also sent a tremendous gift. Thank you, Anna. You're a doll. And uh, we appreciate the card as well as the gifts. Um, much too kind. I mean, we're really... All you can say is thank you when you get this much uh, love from people. It, it's it's almost too much. It's like, because uh, I'm just a regular dude. So here's Rosie. Thank you, Rosie, honey. We love you. We received your goodies as well and your card. And uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, this one's also from Jackie and Dave. Love you guys. Thank you for your gifts as well. It was super sweet of you guys. And I like your card. It was really funny. Uh, this one's from Julie. Thank you, Julie, hun. We love you. We appreciate you. You're so sweet. And thank you for the kind words in your card. That was awesome. <laughs> These are cool. It's like a... It's like a card thing. Like, like it's like 3D. It's 3D. And uh, that was really cool. I think it's from Annette. I, I could be mistaken, but I think that one is from Annette. No. Maybe it was Christina. Shit. Hold on. Did I mix them together? Oh, wait, no. This one's Christina's card. This one's Christina's card. Sorry, guys. This is from Christina and her husband. We guys love, we love her. They're amazing people. Her and Jason. They have all of the Dilly swag. And they're here every day. So thank you, Christina and Jason. But this one I do believe was from Annette. And uh, I thought it was adorable. It was a That's a cool card. So thank you for that. And if it's not Annette, I apologize. I'm reading your cursive. But I think it is Annette. And we got another nice card from Donna. It's beautiful. Now, there's been a few gifts sent. Uh, oh, last... Uh, kind of lit like we got a nice really nice uh letter from uh jennifer jennifer i got your package thank you and i appreciate your kind words and what you sent in here i'm gonna add that there all right guys so there's a few gifts that came too and uh these are special okay um one i, I somebody sent me a, a pearl harbor uh director's cut dvd collection which i thought was really cool so thank you for that um I'm going to set that over there. Uh, another neat little gift that we'll get that I'm going to put on the tree is this ornament. It's uh, President Trump as the Terminator. Okay. <clears throat> Lastly, uh, got a gift that was really sweet and uh, means a lot to a lot of people. And it'll be on my tree every year. Um, and it's just really beautifully done. And uh, that is uh, our Dirty Truth Christmas uh, tribute and that's Joshy 
and uh, it says in our hearts forever. And, uh, and it's got the year 2023 and it's got a great photo of Josh. And uh, I don't know if you guys can see it, but we lost Josh this year, dirty truth. And he was a good friend of mine and a great friend of the meme team. And I thought this was a really cool, cool gift. Um, very thoughtful. And so thank you for that. Uh, that one, that one made Randy a little bit emotional this morning. Uh, rightfully so. So thank you guys. So there's your, uh, dillies in the wild. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm such a monster, right? This is what you get. This is what monsters get this kind of, uh, love. I think the saddest part is that people thought that I would be dishonest about about certain things, about why I do certain things. I think the thing that there's the only thing that hurts is when longtime fans um fall into the trap of attacking me or backing terrible fucking people, and they never stop to ask me personally. Like after all the years, all the advice and all the guidance and all the gifts and all the neat things and you didn't just stop to flat out fucking ask me and instead you made an assumption and then slowly started like essentially, you know, backstabbing the fuck out of me and it's weird and it's sad because like it's never, it's never some anon. It's the people you actually know that you're like, what the fuck is this? But, you know, what are you going to do? It's the holiday season. I even, you know what? I even got to say a shout out. Years ago, you guys remember I had raised some money for a gentleman to get new teeth. And uh, that gentleman, years later, got really upset about me roasting the shit out of Q-Tards. And, uh, and I was disappointed in that because, you know, when you give somebody a whole mouth of new teeth, you think they'd fucking owe you forever. Uh, but he did what he did, and that was okay. And I will say something was kind of cool today. He came out. Uh, on Twitter, I didn't realize he still watched the show or or interacted with me, and he he uh, defe- you know s- essentially stuck his neck out to say, "Hey man, this guy got me fucking new teeth when I had just got out of prison and I couldn't get a job because my my mouth was all messed up, and his teeth still look great by the way. His smile looks like a million bucks, uh, but he was very um, I think uh, kind in his words, and uh, I appreciated that." Eventually what happens, dude, is like after I've triggered you and after you've gotten over your fucking anger and your like bullshit, you'll remember all the other stuff. And then they come back. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. So I'm like, all right, that's appreciate it. And look, what am I gonna do? I could be a motherfucker for sure. Like people will pile on you. You find out really who the scumbags are when they, When you're being attacked by the leftist media, they're doxing your team. They're going after your parenting, your your children. They're doing all this crazy shit. You really do find out, like, it's one thing to stay silent. It's another to pile on, right? So you learn a lot about the people. Where are they when the, the chips are down? And there's a lot of people that I'm like, oh, okay, you ain't shit. That's right, Paul. This is a lesson about the fade. We talk about that. That's exactly what we're describing here. Appreciate when people actually remember the things I try to teach. 
And it is. It's a lesson in the fade. Fading away and then coming, going away and then coming back. And uh, there's a lot of people that, that uh, you know, they take a, they'll take a soundbite of this show or they take a soundbite from me and they go, okay, this is it. Brand him, package it, send him out. What they actually don't realize is I put, I have the meme team put out the content that's probably the most aggressive and almost off-putting because everything else by comparison, people go, wait, what was the big deal about this guy? You come in here and you're like, wait, when's he going to say the crazy thing that I was expecting where we all like jump on him and shit? And maybe it comes and maybe I do. Maybe that day I, I fucking, I feel like saying some shit that's wild and out of pocket. But a lot of times you come in here and then you're like, oh shit, you start to make sense. So if you're a new person here and you're not sure uh, what you're about to, like, uh, here's my warning. Don't show up here day in and day out or you'll end up changing. And if you choose to, to uh, sort of leave, um, I'm not responsible for what happens to your life after you've left the nest, okay? You'll see. It always happens. I just go, okay. And the irony is on the same day that the, the simps were coming after me and trying to cancel me, working with a bunch of scorned losers uh, that are supposed to be on our side. I mean, I thought they were. I guess they're fucking not. On the same day that that was happening, on the same day they were aligning with DeSantis supporters, is the same day that Tucker Carlson had this to say. Qualifies me right there. But can I just ask a question since you all are so on the internet and <laughs> like I'm not that much? Um, you really get the sense that Ron DeSantis, who I liked as governor, uh, the people who represent him online are the nastiest, the stupidest, and the most zero-sum people I've ever yes. seen in my life. And I don't think that reflects him, but it's like, this is kind of small ball. And by the way, these purported conservatives, Ron DeSantis changed his view, and I like him, okay? I think he's been a good governor. I just want to be clear about that. I know him personally, I like him. But his donor, Ken Griffin, told him to change his view on Ukraine from it's a regional mm -hmm. conflict we shouldn't get involved in to it's a super important thing, we should send more money. One donor got him to change his view, and all these so-called conservatives are supporting that like it's the most important thing ever. I, like, who are these people, and what is their problem? Yikes. Yikes. He's right. Now, the, the really funny part of this is Casey DeSantis, along with Ron and Christina Pushaw, micromanaged that online machine. That was, it wasn't done behind his back. That's the truth. DeSantis not only was aware of what was happening on social media, he and his wife and Christina Pushaw oversaw the entire strategy around it. Because they're going to try and pretend they don't know who was responsible for destroying his name in the media. Truth is, it was him. He approved it. And you know he approved it because he used the exact same strategy on television when he got interviewed about Trump. And he used the exact same strategy in interviews when asked about Donald Trump. DeSantis knew. 
DeSantis is obsessed with reading news about himself. Obsessed. So is Casey. They are lurkers on social media of the highest order. They have so many sock accounts. Most of what gets amplified by Team Meatball. Uh, and they have a rule. For every major influencer, those influencers operate somewhere between 8 and 10 Twitter accounts. And then they have this rule about retweeting one another and amplifying their, their message. They're gaming the system because they don't have the actual votes or the numbers. They don't have the organic following. So Tucker Carlson, God bless him for calling out exactly the way he saw it, which is these are the dumbest, most fucking, uh, you know, essentially tone deaf people, narrow minded losers, fucking losers. The same, it's the same thing as the cruise crew. It's the same group of idiots. And it didn't work for Cruz, and it's not going to work for DeSantis, and it won't work for the next one that tries it either. So there you go. We've got a lot more show. We're not done yet. i got a lot more memes, too. Holy smokes. arcananaturals.com oh my god it's the new foaming beard wash and beard oil Ooh, that's right it's a herbal blend plus new scents like bourbon vanilla whiskey lime ocean breeze and bay rum it's all very much santa approved it is a christmas special and you're running out of time so if you're gonna get this stuff i mean I literally i think you've got like today you got like today you're like dude i gotta get orders in so that I can receive my goodies potentially, maybe by Christmas. There's no promises, you know, we can't dictate what the USPS does, but I'd say you still have a good chance, a chance of getting all of your goodies in time for the holiday season if you go today. Now, today you've got this bad boy right here, which is the foaming beard wash and beard oil combo for 25 bucks. It's a beardtastic duo. It's all your manly man needs. Get your grooming game on point. With their foaming beard wash and lightweight beard oil. Featuring masculine scents with hair and skin loving oils. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know you need this. Hey, look, your man's got a fucking beard. Of course he does. Ladies, I know your husband has a beard. Want to know why? Because he's a man. So therefore, he's going to need to wash it and use some oil. And uh, ArcanaNaturals.com is offering you the opportunity to do both with a $25 gift set in time for the holiday season and you get a bunch of amazing scents to choose from. So do not hesitate. Head on over to arcananaturals.com. Check them out right now. Promo code DILLY10 will get you 10% off everything except for the bundles. So check them out, arcananaturals.com. Our other incredible sponsor of the day, seaofmud.com. Look, some of you already bought your Dilly merch, and that's great, but you're not done shopping. You're like, you know what? I need some other. What am I going to wear for the other days of the week? Ah, seaofmud.com. This is a, uh, uh, from the ashes of the Alamo to the victory that is now Texas, Sea of Mud is America's rural country personified. This is your one-stop shop for American culture. Our threads are bound to make a statement that is as bold as the American spirit. It's true. It's firefighter owned too. 
And honestly, I really like a brand that uses like attractive hot chicks to, to show off their clothing. They've got stuff for men as well, okay? And that's great. But you just put together a nice hot chick slide and you'll look like some of these girls, look at them. Like, look at that one's abs. Look at those abs, my God. Oh, God, I want to get on a treadmill just looking at those abs. That's actually, actually, it's kind of depressing me. Hold on, this isn't working. It's having the opposite effect. Hold on, Sea of Mud, as I mentioned, Donald John Trump is on some of their shirts. <laughs> I went from being pro, like, fucking uh, using attractive ladies on apparel to being like, I feel bad about myself. <laughs> I'm just joking. But seriously, uh, no, you go over here, seeofmud.com. They've got lots of great uh, designs, really cool stuff, really well-fitting uh, shirts, comfortable, soft, and, uh, and, and well-made. So check them out, Sea of Mud. Dot com. That's seaofmud.com. Oh, yeah, by the way, promo code Dilly gets 10% off. Promo code Dilly for 10% off. And without any further ado, Randy's Booty. Let's get ready to rumble! The best is yet to come. There used to be a great tower alone on the sea. You became the light on the dark side of me. about MAGA. that meme was that he white was that who made that i want to make sure i give some credit that was funny dude who made that was that you that was well done that was a funny ass fucking meme oh was you devil dog you son of a bitch thank you devil dog i should have known that felt i'm gonna be honest with you it felt a little hugh whitish show like I, it could have been hugh i i that's a compliment well done. It was a devil dog. Okay. <laughs> it was fucking funny. Well done. All right. There we go. There you go. 
We'll talk about that. All right. Um, President Trump on a tear. You look, and I think this is something that a lot of people don't appreciate. They don't like it. President Trump for weeks, months even, has continued to drive home the message. And this is public, so this isn't some back channel discussion, okay? They love to do that. President Trump has repeatedly said at rallies, we will not play prevent defense with Ron DeSanctimonious. We will not let him up off the mat. We have no interest in letting up off of Ron DeSanctimonious until this whole primary is over. And it is our prerogative to take that and go, okay, done, Mr. President. We're not going to stop. So they keep crying and crying and crying that the Dilly Meme team is very mean and that we're harming uh, Ron and his campaign and his family. And well, guess what? I don't know what to tell you, okay? I'm here to fucking win. I'm here to win. I'm here to put Trump back in office. And I'm here to make sure that rhinos never want to fucking cross our paths ever again. So that's what we're going to do. And so all these fake-ass motherfuckers that work for Team DeSantis, you're never coming back on the Trump train. And all these fake-ass fucking MAGA that are essentially trying to, are you fucking kidding me? You people think that we need these cunts to win in 2024. You think that a bunch of grifting, never-Trump dickheads are necessary and that we should shake hands and be friends? You're as dumb as you fucking look. Are you shitting me? Trump agrees with me, by the way. The Ron DeSanctimonious, quote, team of misfits and grifters has largely quit his campaign to go on to greener pastures. It's been a terrible experience for them as they have watched their candidate fall violently, ouch, from the sky like a wounded bird. I'll say it's more like a fucking chicken. Anyway, Jeff Rowe, his chief strategist and head of his pack, always back down, having done major surgery on Ron's wallet, couldn't get out of town fast enough. Now, Jeff can spend full time in Texas working with Ted Cruz, formerly known as Lion Ted, who is working hard to get back the magic they had together in 2016. Um, that's interesting. What an interesting statement from President Trump. President Trump randomly throwing shade at Ted Cruz. Well, isn't that something? Wasn't I just telling you that the Cruz crew tried to hijack MAGA after Trump won in 2020, 16, or 2016? And that they're trying the same strategy now, which is, okay, your tactics destroyed our candidate, but now we need to be in charge of the campaign for the presidency. Well, what are the chances? I got news for the fucking Cruz crew, DeSimps, and anybody defending, partnering, fucking uh, befriending these cunts. We don't need any of you motherfuckers. You clearly have not followed Rich Barris and the breakdown on the voting. You're going to be replaced with independent voters, moderate Democrats who have become Trump supporters. We don't need you. Fuck off, losers. Deal with it. And not only that, I'm willing to wager a bet. I'm willing to wager 
that when it really boils down to it, when push comes to shove, your sorry fucking ass is going to be in such desperate need of a change in the White House come next November, no matter how much it hurts you and no matter how much you hate me and you hate the meme team and you're really mad and you don't think we are, we're disgusting people, you're still going to vote against communism because you might be a fucking idiot, but you're not that much of a fucking idiot. Also, uh, major mistakes made yesterday for a lot of these people. People were watching. That's all I'm going to say is I didn't get canceled. Ain't nobody fucking coming for me. But major mistakes were made. You are a, uh, you're out in the public sphere doing shit that doesn't look real good. Whoops. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just a guy on the sideline watching. I'm like, oh, ooh, uh-oh, oh, 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 you almost had it, almost had it, you were almost there, you almost made it, ah, shit, <laughs> no, 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 Listen, Brandy the Bee was on some shit this weekend, okay? Brandy with the Bee was on some shit. Whoopsie. Man, I hate this job for real. I do too. When you gonna quit? Shit, I'm gonna quit the same day you quit. Matter of fact, when you put your two weeks in, let me see the paper so I can write on the back. Me too. I got you. I got you. Fuck this job. Fuck this job, bitch. I quit. Fuck this job. Cause I don't really need this shit. Okay. No, stop it, stop it. Cause the boss act like hey, a bitch. Excuse hey, me, I'm not finished. I'm doing my thing. And all that shit. Okay, fuck this job. Every, everything good over here? Brandy with me. Fuck this job. <laughs> Governor Santos gives us the best shot to win by a significant enough margin to give us a wave so that we have a house and a Senate and the White House to take this country back. And it all starts right here in Iowa. I'm just, yeah, absolutely, yeah. What was the score of the Florida State LSU game this year? Okay, now I'm going to ask Siri. Hey, Siri, what was the score of the Florida State LSU football game? Florida State sadly defeated LSU by a score of 45 to 20. They did not rehearse this, I promise. I was back there. It's incredible. You know, the, the, it occurred to me when it's this cold uh, up here, normally when I meet with people from Iowa or Illinois, it's down in Fort Myers and Bonita Springs. So I got half the Midwest that comes down to Florida over the winter nowadays. Half the Midwest that comes down to Florida over the winter nowadays. Hello, New Hampshire. I'm thrilled to be back in your beautiful state with thousands of proud, hardworking 
American patriots. And let me begin by wishing you all a very Merry Christmas. Thank you, Mike. That was incredible. California crushing it. As usual, you expect nothing less. He's going to bring the facts. Also, wow, yeah, totally. Uh, why, why would I comment on somebody who constantly is bringing small children in front of audiences for political purposes along with his wife? I mean, why? how dare I observe something that's constantly being shoved in my face? My God, what a monster. You know what, though? The one state I think we really need to watch out for is Louisiana because Team Meatball has been in putting in extra work in, oh, oh, never mind. No, he's down by 66 in Louisiana, guys. He sucks. He fucking sucks bigger cock in Louisiana than probably almost any other state. I don't know of another state that he's losing by more than 66. I mean, that might be, I didn't know. I actually didn't know. I thought. I read this wrong. I, I thought maybe it was closer, but it's it's actually a 66-point lead for President Trump. So, I mean, maybe, I don't know. God, you know what you should do, bud? Your family is adorable. Your fucking wife is so charming. Maybe DeSantis should bring his wife and kids to Louisiana. Like, maybe you could skip Christmas and uh, skip the holidays entirely with whatever family you guys got left that'll talk to you. Skip that shit. Why would you why would you celebrate the holidays at home with your kids and your loved ones when you could be on the campaign trail losing by 66 in historic fashion? Like what kind of man would do that? No way. Stay out there. Head on over to Louisiana, get some gumbo. You could just decorate one of the trees there in one of you know, the motels or wherever you're staying. You could just ride on the bus, and you get there. Oh, hey kids, it's going to be so much fun. We're Losing by 66 fucking points, but that's okay. You're on school break, so this time I don't have to actually check you out of school. Right? How dare I comment on somebody that continues to shove their family into the public eye? I mean, that's grotesque. It's so gross. I'm a monster. Give me a fucking break. These people forgot what it's like to be an American. This is simple. In America, everybody gets to have their opinions and the ones that suck, nobody listens to. And the ones that people are like, okay. And maybe there's only a handful of people. Maybe it's like me. You get like 30 or 40,000 people every single day that go, I just like the way he says things. That doesn't represent a huge show. That's a small show. 30, 40,000 people every single day. Fucking five days a week, right? It's your prerogative. You don't have to try to cancel me. You just leave those 30 or 40,000 people to uh, do their thing. And it's not like if, if I'm an idiot and I'm a big monster, then you don't even have to worry about me adding new fans. You just let me speak. And then other people who will agree with you, they look and go, oh my God, he's a monster. Never watch that. It's easy. See, it's super simple. You don't have to attack me. You just show them, show me to them. And then they'll be so mortified by how I behave and what I say that they will say, I'm not coming back here. And I don't want anybody I know to like that. 
It's called, it's called liberty. It's awesome. It's where people get to have the opportunity to observe some shit and decide whether they like it. I agree with that. I don't agree with that. Super controversial way of doing things, right? Where you just have liberty. You just, you got, it's liberty. It's where you go, okay, we're all free Americans. Let's throw all of our ideas onto the street and see which ones catch on. No, we don't want to do it that way. These hoes stay mad. Just remember that. These hoes always stay mad. And I'm talking about the men too. Because men could be hoes. There's a bunch of hoe-ass men that follow my fucking account. Follow my every move. They got everything to say about me. They got to talk about my appearance. Which I'm not even going to disagree with you. They got to talk about fucking the shit they think they know about my family. Which is just like, all right, oh, that super hurts. Okay, I'm going to get back to hanging out with my kids. Uh, they're going to talk about my, my influence and my income. Right? I got to tell you guys a secret though. Who wants? Are we safe? Do you think we've had enough show? That we've got rid of most of the people? Did we did we get rid of enough people that we can talk candidly now? Or do we still have too many people watching? There's a lot of motherfuckers watching this show. I didn't realize there were so many of you fuckers watching. Jesus, man, that's a lot of fucking people. Okay, uh. Okay, listen, I, I, I'm gonna tell you the truth, okay? Everybody listen to me. Do you wanna know why? Tactically speaking, there's no point in, in disavowing or distancing from me. Because the, the game is now being played. Do you want to know why? Because for the last roughly 36 hours, DeSimps, their entire online organization, has almost entirely turned its, its attention to attacking me and the meme team and not President Trump. For almost three days, the DeSimps, the Never Trumpers, and a bunch of cunts on the right have spent all of that time and resources just really jerking me off. And I'm not getting paid, so I can't even get fired. Do you know how much money three days in a campaign represents? It's not like we stop making memes, as you can see. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. We have more people than you do. So for three days, my team has been decimating DeSantis at a very granular level, destroying he and his wife on a personal level, and drawing almost all the fire and this goes back to last week with that New York Times article. I mean, it hasn't really stopped. It started last week with the Times dropping that, that article on Tuesday. And it's been seven straight days of really, you know, not that they haven't said derogatory things about Trump, but mostly the, the most of the hit pieces are all centered around us, <laughs> which is fucking weird. Almost a week. And you know what's happened during that week? President Trump went to Nevada. UFC fight and had fucking 40,000 people absolutely losing their minds celebrating it. He went to New Hampshire and Nevada and Iowa and gave speeches that were to raucous crowds, insanely huge crowds. And my friends that I've made over the last year, and I'm talking about people that matter, 
are like, dude, just keep doing what you do, bro. Keep doing what you do. I'm like, all right, I'll do what I do. What you do is you be of service. You be of service. And honestly, and I, I got to say this because this is the, I'm thankful for a lot this year. And I've talked about the Dilly Meme team. It's Christmas time, so I want to talk about this real quickly. I've said how much I'm thankful for the Dilly Meme team. It's been huge. But even the Dilly Meme team acknowledges and understands that we aren't anything without the Dilly 300. The truth is, the reason that any of us are able to withstand these attacks, overcome them, dismiss them, laugh at them, counterpunch, is because you have emboldened us by supporting us both uh, through sponsorship, through MAGA commerce, through uh, sharing retweets, through likes and follows. The bottom line is that the fan base, you, the people, the voice that I have done my best to try and represent, basically will not back down and won't abandon us. And since you won't back down and you won't abandon us, we don't have to worry about cancellation. They can't cancel what they're not funding. We are self-sustained. I explained it years ago to you guys. I understood it years ago when they tried to cancel me. Once you have a closed circle of commerce, there is no, they have nothing they can do other than censorship. And then what happened was Elon Musk removed censorship and I have been butt-fucking all of these absolute Marxist cunts on the left and the right for a year. And so is the meme team. Have you witnessed what we're seeing? They're, they're angry that I have a free that I have free speech. They're angry about my language. They lie about, oh, I love the memes, but I don't really love the memes. I love the memes, but I don't like this guy. I don't like his words. I don't like that his words are what inspires the memes. But the truth is they can't do shit about it anymore. No one is babysitting you fucking pussies. You weak little fucking Marxist cunts have to compete in the free market now. Welcome to fucking adulthood on the internet. And in the free market, with free market of ideas, human beings and Americans get to decide what they feel is worth their value and time. And I couldn't do any of it without the Dilly 300. Meme team knows it too. We talk about you guys a lot. All of you in the 300, your, your kindness, your words, your emails, your follows, your replies, your shares, your presence, your cards, your everything you do. It goes so far, we, we, whether it's me discussing it with the meme team or the meme team discussing it with sponsors because this is a very close family. No one else has this. Name another community where the fans, the, the sponsors, and the content creators as well as the host are as intertwined as ours. Name one. Name one that has sponsors regularly working with either the host's wife or his meme team, his content team, to put together new marketing and commercials and ads for their products. Name another where the actual sponsors are in the chat every day answering questions about their products. Just name one. Where else can you go where the sponsors are actually grassroots fans of the show and engage with the audience consistently? Name another show where the content creators engage with the audience regularly about the jokes and different ideas for future content. Name one. They've never seen it. You've never seen it because it's never been done this way before.
And the reason is the sponsors became sponsors from being fans. The meme team became memers for the show and for President Trump from being fans first. It all started as a grassroots thing. Someone ban wheels. I'm just kidding, wheels. Wheels is trolling over there. He tried. He threw a Hail Mary. He was like, he tried to, I think he stole Hogman's joke and tried to throw it. But that's okay. We'll let it slide today. We'll let it slide because Wheels is super, super fucking, Wheels is a decent, is an absolute loyal motherfucker. I watch you, Wheels, on social media. I just want you to know. I see the way you savage people. Because say whatever you want about Wheels. I'm going to say something to you, Wheels, that you might not know, or maybe you do know. Whatever you think of Wheels, and whatever Wheels thinks of himself, all right, it doesn't matter. I'm going to tell you something, Wheels, that you might not know. Wheels Center, okay? And I'm talking about my boy shopping with Wheels. Wheels Center, when it comes to understanding right and wrong, as far as integrity of human beings like betrayal, is dead on. And he sees it all the time. He's got a crazy accurate intuition for it. It's very, I actually appreciate it because his discernment is bang on. He's like, wait a minute, what the fuck is this? And he just says it. But you got to keep that shit fucking absolutely at the forefront, Wheels, because it's going to take you really far in life. Because he knows, he's like, no, you're not bullshitting me, fuck off. He can sense it. He senses bullshit from a mile away. Literally, he gets into a conversation in 30 seconds. He's like, well, you sound like you're kind of full of shit. And that's a gift. That's a gift from God. You keep that. You keep using that wheels. That's what's going to take you so far in your life. The longer you build on what you've built this last year, you build on that now. Because that's the gift. God goes, wheels is incapable of being bamboozled. Because he looks past all the shit. He looks past everything. He looks past the appearance. Looks past the fucking bullshit. Looks past all that crap. And then he's like, yeah, you're full of shit. But I watch him on social media and he's a savage. He's like, hey, you're a fraud. Fuck you. And he just keeps going. And that's why I told him, you know, that's why we made the challenge for you guys for the new year. I want everybody sober. I want everybody going to the next level. I want everybody fucking stepping it up. Next level. Next level winning. Next level campaigning. Because somebody has to replace these cunts in the GOP. Somebody has to replace the leadership in the RNC. And we need people that are completely fucking absolutely bang on savage. Committed to only one thing. The truth. The honest truth and loyalty. So you just keep doing that shit, Wheels. You keep plugging away. That's that's literally, that's that's how you actually get ahead in life. That's going to be your, your gift going forward. Speaking of polling, here's one for you. General election polling, uh-oh. I would imagine they're probably going to start attacking me more. Because that hurts. That's going to hurt. Trump plus six. According to CNBC, let me repeat, Trump is up six in the polling on CNBC. If Trump is up six in polling that is Democrats plus eight or 10, it means Trump up 15 to 16. It means Trump is up 15, 16 points. 
You got 11 months left to expand on this. I want to do a show in nine months from now that shows Trump up 18. Sounds crazy, right? Sounds too ambitious. Too ambitious? Plus 18 by September, October of next year. We will do everything we can to continue to to demolish all of the Marxists on social media, the liars, while simultaneously elevating President Trump as best we can in the only way we know how, which is we do memes, we do shit posts, and we have a little fun. We do a little trolling. We do a little trolling. Thank you, thank you. Uh, well, big plans for the, uh, what is that sound? I'm hearing something from up in the rafters. Hmm. Sounds familiar, though, like I've heard it before. Now, what was I, uh, Lindsey Graham, where are you at? Uh, no, Minority Leader McConnell, it's, it's not me this time, I'm right here. Hmm. Odd. Well, anyway. That was really gross. <laughs> uh, so is this. Swalswell just do that fucking person. What did what did Swalswell just do? He's disgusting. What did he just do? Did he just hurt somebody with his his farts? If that's a toot meme, it means it did like a million plays already. Why did Swalswell do that? Did anybody see that? That was some straight up like Mission Impossible shit. That was scary. He, this could happen to anybody who was standing next to him. Fucking Swalswell. What are these memes? You guys did, are these a bunch of deep fake memes? Like what's, is this real? You know, there's been zero evidence, zero evidence. You can ask me, how can I, I mean Obama be the hidden puppet master for this administration, but there's no evidence. There's, wait, wait, there's no evidence. There's no evidence that Obama is Joe's puppet master. There's none, absolutely none none and that is just a fact you can't say that it looks like my hair is the dirty mop the janitor is looking for you can't say that it looks like i lazily slapped on some of big mike's lipstick and horrific eyeshadow don't even look that close that's a waste of time that was real right c3p memes where'd you record this from this looks real that 100% looks real. I'm assuming that's real. It doesn't have a disclaimer that it's a joke or anything, so it's probably real. C3P memes, that's real, I think, people. I don't know anything about anything. I just think that's real. Hey, uh, also, if you guys want to know why they're going to start really attacking the shit out of us, especially in the next week, uh, it's something you probably might not be aware of. 
so let's talk about that. When does when does the media coordinate with political people on social media with uh, deep state actors, state actors, and others? When do they really like to coordinate? They like to coordinate when there's crazy shit happening that they need you to not pay attention to, right? Isn't that how it works, everybody? How are we doing today? Is everybody good? How are we doing? We got we got four hundo on YouTube, four twenty three. Okay, nice. Over on Rumble, we're at twenty two hundred. Welcome, hi Rumblers. I love you guys. Please hit that Rumble button for me, by the way. It, it makes a huge difference. I don't know how many people have hit the Rumble button. It's a little thumbs up thing. Please do that. I want to give I want to give Dan Bongino a run for his money on his platform, which I can't do because the dude has a fucking massive audience. But we could try. Okay, hit the thumbs up. So we got always that. That's 2,600 people just between those two. Cloud Hub, we got another couple hundred, I think. Let me see what we got over on Cloud Hub. Eh, 200. 200 on Cloud Hub. So we're at 2,800. Uh, DLive, just shy of 500. So yeah, the 3,300. And then I don't know what we've got on Twitter, but it's pretty. Twitter's hard to gauge. I won't know till the show ends, but not bad. I'd say we're well over 4,000 probably across across the thing he had ninety eight thousand. yeah that's that's legit those are big numbers that's fucking that's a massive show yeah he gets a hundred thousand a day but that's what happens when you're like invest in the platform <laughs> i need to do that like hey you guys want some money please put me on your fucking platform let me be more important all right doing good solid day today not even mad about it twitter has been consistently over twenty thousand views now every day just twitter it's wild wild it's pretty exciting yeah, but we're probably sitting somewhere around 4,000 live, which usually 4,000 live, that's going to be about a 30 to 40,000 viewer show. Yeah, so it's 145 on X. That's if you're clicked and logged in. Does that make sense? So if you click on it and it opens, that's 145 people watching. Hey, you take that number. If you're not clicked into it, you're just scrolling, but you hit, you're listening to it, it won't count it. You won't show up, which is fine. It's pretty, it's not bad. I'll take it. Those are solid numbers. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah, it's out there. If you guys retweeted, that'd make a big difference. But yeah, it's solid. All right. So you're all about to witness uh, the greatest fucking uh, cover-up we've had since, well, the last one. And here's what I mean. They're going to go full tilt on Trump, on fucking 300 members, on MAGA members, anybody. Because... Over 170 people with Jeffrey Epstein links are likely to be named in the court documents set to be unsealed in the coming weeks. This is when you need to keep your head on a swivel. This is when you need to keep your eye out when you're in the public, when you're in uh, public settings. You need to watch out when you're at malls. This is when you need to be careful when you're on airplanes and at uh, sporting events. Do you understand? When you're out and about, this story and when it drops, when these names come out, will be the most dangerous day to be in a public setting. Because that's when they generally look for an opportunity to change the narrative. You understand? Everybody must be vigilant and smart See something, say something, get the fuck out of there, okay? But this is a problem. This is a problem that's not going to go away for them. 
It's just like Trump's polling numbers going up. It's also their power structure cratering. There's another headline that they cannot run from. My friend, Carrie Lake, was talking about this extensively over the last few days, which is why Team Meatball DeSantis is attacking her and uh, essentially mischaracterizing her comments as they're fucking accustomed to doing. 12,600 illegal immigrants were encountered in the, the southern border over the past 24 hours. 12,600 in 24 hours. Are you kidding me? 12,600 in 24 fucking hours? That is a lot of burritos. Biden's burritos. And they are coming straight over that border. 12,600. Bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. Who's this fag on fucking YouTube? Jesus, somebody's just crying on my dick on YouTube. Bro, just change the channel. You should talk politics once in a while. Cry, cry, cry. As if I, as if me talking politics is going to make you less of a douchebag. They always do that. They're like, they notice it says Dilly Show. Like, it means I just do whatever the fuck I want. Right? It's like, it's literally by name. It's not like you can, what are you going to do? Write into Fox News and let them know? Don't, I don't like that Dilly. He talks about shit that he wants to talk about. Like, well, yeah, you're on. It's my show. I I just talk about shit that I feel like talking about. Some days I don't even talk about news at all. I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like talking about news. Talk about a bunch of cultural shit, right? Gossip with you guys. Do a little fucking reality TV with you behind the scenes. Oh, oh, what's the drama, Dilly? Talk about it. I might talk about that. I don't know. Some days my wife comes in here and harasses me and we, we, have, uh, we give her a mic and she's hilarious. Sometimes a dog comes in and we just play with the dog. Motherfuckers are like, dude, do it. Do the thing where you just explain to me how news works. Like, do the thing where you're not a fucking giant butt pirate. I mean, sometimes, yeah, we talk cars, we talk music, talk sports. Don't ask me a sports question, I'll go off. Shout out to the Sea Chickens yesterday. Dude, what's up, Seahawks? Thank you for helping out my 49ers last night. We now have a full one-game lead. Uh, actually, technically a game and a half over the Eagles for the one seed. So thank you, Seahawks, for your service last night. The Eagles are fading fucking fast, which probably explains why I haven't seen Machiavelli in a while. What the fuck is going on with Mac? Is he okay? Every time the Eagles get trounced three games in a row now, or whatever it is, he disappears. I'm very concerned. So we talk a little sports sometimes, right? Talk a little fucking uh, drama, palace intrigue. What's going on in Dilly's world? Who's friends with him? Is he not friends? Is there a falling out? What happened? Let's talk about that. Fucking, I talk about whatever I want. It's fine. It's no big deal. Shit's goofy. Why would you talk about? Because I don't want to. Because I don't have to. I can do whatever I want. That's what I do. It's like what makes it fun. This job would suck if I had to be beholden to fucking the news exclusively. That would be super boring.
Hey, do you guys ever wonder what leftist ultimate agenda is? I'm going to tell you what their ultimate agenda is. And they're going to, actually, they told you. Sometimes they just put it right in your face. And I got to give a shout out to the people who decided to reply to the New York Post's article about this. So listen, you guys. Listen, okay? The liberal left and the climate weirdos have figured out how to stop global warming. Are you guys ready? Because they figured out what was causing it. It's not your cars, okay? We're finally getting past the veneer. First, it was CO2 emissions, right? Then it was a hole in the ozone. Then it was your hairspray, right? It was like, oh, you fucking use that Aquanet and you're killing my grandchildren with your Aquanet, right? Then it was you're driving a V8 and you drive a V8 and my dad died now. Then it was car cow farts, right? AOC comes along, cow farts. There's fucking cows, they fart, we're gonna die. We're finally... Finally, to the most base level. The, in, the ozone in the planet will do better if you stop breathing. So, humans are fueling global warming by breathing. Wow. We finally have reached what they ultimately think is the solution which is genocide. The fewer environmentalists, okay, they have finally reached their final solution. Because you know what? If you don't breathe, the a tree, a, a puppy gets its wings and trees live. See? They made it, you guys. The problem this whole time was that you enjoy uh being alive and breathing that's the problem you're the reason you're the reason some polar bear right now is floating out into the uh fucking north pole in the ocean because you did it all of you who go running in the morning you are killing approximately 22 baby seals every time you jog three miles Whenever you jog, all you you fucking people that choose to take the stairs because you want to get a little cardio, thanks. Birds are falling out of the skies as we speak because you didn't want to use an elevator. Really incredible. And I support this agenda, actually, as long as it starts with them. Because you shouldn't just do it all at once because no one will be here to observe the scientific method. So... If the left is so hell-bent on preventing breathing that they can start with their side, the environmentalists and the leftists, you can abstain from breathing and then we'll let you know how the results uh, turn out, okay? Like, we'll start with, because we, I want to be part of the control group, okay? I, we will be part of the control group that keeps breathing and you, you be part of the group that virtue signals about how you're saving the planet and stops breathing. And then I will document the results like a good scientist would. Okay? This feels, it feels like the right way, like to do this. By the way, there's nothing worse than like, you're out at the club, you get kind of fucked up, you have a few too many, you're like, no big deal. No one's out at this hour, it's the middle of the night. I'm gonna sneak home. I live in a sleepy city. I'm a sleep home. And then 
You run into the president's motorcade. Fuck, bro. Wow. I didn't know Biden was so racist. I had no idea that he was this. I mean, I knew he was a racist, but not like this much. This man was just minding his own business, trying to get home after having a few cocktails at a holiday party. And then Biden pulls out in front of him with his motorcade and they gave him the ticket. Racist. This is fucking racist as shit. Biden doesn't care about black people. Joe Biden, if he sees you after a long night of drinking with your buddies down at a Christmas party, he may instruct his secret service and his uh, the papal part of his motorcade to just pull out in front of you. And then they're going to give you a ticket because he doesn't like minorities. That's what I figured out from all this. I'm just trying to report this how I think the, the mainstream media would, would do it. I just want to do it as close to how they would probably frame this. Racist Joe Biden gives DUI to unsuspecting driver who accidentally uh, was obstructed by the motorcade and caused an accident. Hmm? There you go. Racist. Totally and completely. By the way, we're not done uh, shitting on Joe Biden. And why would we? Because we've got to discuss Bidenomics, which is fun. Uh, 62% of Americans live literally paycheck to paycheck. That means 62% of this country, if they were to have their money uh, disrupted in any way, would not have the ability to survive the following week. What could go wrong? You want to talk about a house of fucking cards? 62% of the country? What is that? Like 200 million people? 170 million people? 120 million? I mean, how many fucking people is that? 60% of the, 62% of the country. If anything goes wrong, culturally or societally, can't fucking feed themselves after the next paycheck. What could possibly go wrong? I can't imagine that, you know, if you were to have any kind of disruption in your life, in your food supply, in your gas supply, or your financial supply, I can't imagine that uh, the 62% wouldn't do something dramatic if they were left out in the cold, thanks to Joe. This is a, that is a scary fucking number. This doesn't count illegal immigrants who are relying on our system. Some say as many as 20 million are here in America. Some say that there's a standing army of illegal immigrants in this country preparing to take down this country. Did you guys know that's what Tucker Carlson's belief is? That's not some crazy conspiratorial statement from the corner of the internet. Tucker Carlson believes that they imported an, uh, a military-aged group in the millions from foreign countries to try and conquer America. I didn't say that. Tucker did. It's an interesting thought. All made possible by Joe fucking Biden. I think I have one more uh, Lindsey Graham meme that somebody made. This wasn't from our team. It is funny, though. 
Senator Graham, you have heard of the gay Senate staffer that recorded himself having relations with another man in the Senate Judiciary Room. Do you have any comments? Yes, I've, I've personally reviewed the evidence. Uh, I went f frame by frame analyzing everything late into the night. Uh, I cleared my schedule, but don't worry, I sent all my aides and other staff members home first, so I wasn't distracted. So, did you come to a conclusion? Huh. Oh, I came many times. That, that was gross. I don't know who made that. That's disgusting. The Dilly Beam team would never do anything gross like that. We would never do something disgusting. Because like, I, I think that's inferring that there was like some weird shit going on. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. We wouldn't make that. I don't know who made that joke, but we wouldn't make that joke. No, 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 no. No, Leah. Somebody else made that. It wasn't us. I don't know who made that. That's super, super disgusting. I have no idea. I'm not sure. No, I could see how you would think it was, but probably not. No. No, I think that was somebody else. That was, I don't know who made that. I think it was probably Ralph Wiggum. No, no, it wasn't Dre Fanzer. Let's not blame him for something like that. Dre doesn't do memes about gay butt sex. That It's like his rule. Like he does a lot of memes that are really funny. And he does a lot of deep fakes, but he's like, hey, don't. I don't make butt sex memes. That's like his thing. You know, we all have that thing. Like, we don't, I don't do that one thing. And that's what they do with him. They. <laughs> all right. I don't know who made that. Who knows? Who knows? What's this one? What's this? This looks fun. We're running out of time. So I got to play. I want to make sure I play whatever I got here. What? What is this? This is weird. This looks weird. I bet it's good though. Hold on. It's a phantom shadow meme. Uh oh. <laughs> a little meatball. <laughs> so stupid. Oh. Is a little meatball with a little toot. And that was the end of the show. We're done. You're done. Appreciate you guys. All right. Hey, as far as I can tell, I'm not canceled yet. Maybe I'll open my Twitter and be canceled. They'll just be like, no one like him no more. I think that's how it works, by the way. If you get fully canceled, they go, no one like him no more. And then that's that's how your life ends. You're like, oh, God, they told people not to like me. So I'm hoping to avoid that. We'll see. God bless you, God bless America, and God bless President Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll be back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful Tuesday, everybody. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war... You fucking idiots is not is not something about the just oh the next re-election we want it all back we want our schools back we want our education we want our higher education back we want our banking back we want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back we want our music back we want our sports back we're fighting for all of it i won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of americanism back and actually representing america we're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us. 
who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere. <laughs>